This is it. This is it. The podcast, My Road Trips Planner. Hey, my name is Shane. Welcome. If you're looking for a podcast that talks about road trips, you found it right here, right now. So, still in the midst of planning our road trip. Well, we're going to fly out and then rent a car in Ohio. And so we're still working on it at this moment. But it's coming together. And one thing um, I keep thinking about is there's so many things we can do. And so we're trying to be flexible, but we're also trying to have a plan. Because I, I think having a balance is really good, but I think a lot of times is, you know, there are people that are very flexible that, you know, think about, well, maybe this or maybe that and just leave things open so that they can just, you know, have the opportunity to get things done. And so, or to do more things. And so for us, I think what's really hard is that we are both planners. And because we are both planners, I mean, literally in the job that I do at the moment is that I plan a monthly calendar. I also have to put together a budget for it. And so these are activities or things we do um, out in the community and also, you know, budgets for other things. And so, and, and that's been my job for, you know, probably about at least 13, 14 years. And so, and so I really enjoy doing that, but because we're both planners and my wife, you know, she can do the same thing. She, she plans a lot of things. Like if we're going to, like she likes to have people like if we're going to go out somewhere she's like okay who should I who should I invite I should probably just invite everybody or you know if she wants to throw a party she'll start thinking about you know what are the things that I want and so we're just really like when our kids you know when my wife was pregnant with either one of our boys we wanted to know the sex right away we wanted to know the gender of our child we want to know is it a boy or a girl and once we knew then we started planning okay it's a boy awesome we're you know we're getting the the room ready we're getting the boy clothes we're getting all the boy stuff and so that's the one thing that i always um tell myself is that we're we're we can plan to the t and so one thing we've been um you know trying to do is be more flexible too and I, and I remember we we were at Disney World, and I think it was the night before we were done. So it was the first night of their Christmas event, and so that would run till you know past Christmas. But essentially, it was the first night, and it was pouring rain, and we could just tell our boys were just they were getting bored, they were getting tired. You know, we had already been to the Magic Kingdom and it just really felt like we were really trying to push it because, you know, we had to pay extra money to be there. And we thought, well, not everyone got did this. And like we we happened to find out that like there were still as many people that were there an hour earlier when the park was really open to when the park was closed for the event. And there were still as many people 
And it was just like, oh, it feels like everybody went ahead and decided to have this. And so I, I think that's what really was was tough is that, you know, we just kept really pushing our boys. And really me, I'm I'm the one that like, you know, being a dad, and I know if you're a dad and you're listening to this, you 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 always want to like, you know, make sure your boy make sure your children can do things. So sometimes we you know, I'll push my boys a little. Like, you know, ever since I've probably said this before in a podcast. You know, ever since my boys could start walking, I would push them a little more. Not not bad. Like, you know, being one years old, I'm not going to take you on a long trip. But, like, I would, you know, let them walk more. Let them be more mobile. Let them be more active about. And, you know, once they got really good, I remember, you know, taking my oldest. He was about two and a half years old. And we were at what's called Sleeping Giant. And I remember people saying, oh, my goodness, like, he's doing great. And he walked all the way to the top. And then the first time, and then I I carried him back down because he was really tired. And then, you know, second or third time, he walked the whole thing. I didn't have to carry him. I mean, if he gets tired once in a while, I'll carry him. But but I really, you know, my boys, I'm like, hey, like, your legs work, so let's use them. And so I can be the one that pushes a little bit. And so I really remember. So I try to be very remembrance of uh, remembering remembrance remembering that you know one is nine and one is five right now so and they you know and I will treat them a little bit different like I know my nine-year-old I'm not getting him a stroller and I know there might be people out there like Shane he's only nine no I I mean I was riding my bike when I was like four or five years old like I I think sometimes we don't give kids enough credit that they can do a lot of things. And so for me, I really, you know, but I also have to think, and that's why I am so happy I have my wife because she can say to me, hey, you know, Shane, like we may want to just stop right now. And we might, you know, for our youngest tie, we may need to get a, you know, a stroller. And so, you know, and sometimes it happens. Like we... And we did. When we were at Disney World, the first two days, he was great. But I could tell halfway through the third day, he was just getting exhausted. And I was just like, oh. So my wife's like, hey, I, I think this, you got to break down on this one. So I always, you know, and that's the thing. Me and my me and my wife talk. And so we're able to have those conversations. And so why am I saying all this? Because I think even as planners, even as people who want to, dot their I's and cross their T's, we have to remember that we need to be flexible. And even though I have a vision of what's going to happen, that my boys, you know, they can just, they can make it through anything, you know, walk through anything right now. I think I have to come to the realization, like, you know, yeah, my nine-year-old, like, even my wife was like, no, no, he doesn't need the stroller. But my, my youngest did. And we... And for him to take those rests here and there, even though they weren't long rest, like he eventually was pushing it himself. But I think having those moments that he could just sit in there for an hour, you know, as we walk around, or even like 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there to the next place, I think it really helped the process. And 
I think he liked it even more because I could tell he was getting annoyed. He was getting frustrated. And so, and, you know, at the time, he was actually like four and a half years old. He was more than four and a half. But, you know, he was still under five years old, and I'm trying to push him because I do think sometimes us as parents, we we don't, we we may not push our children enough that they could do more than we think. And so, but I love having the balance of my wife because my wife can say, hey, I know you're a macho man and I know like you feel like, you know, you got boys and you got to like push them. But she's like, it's okay to once in a while just like pull back and be like, okay, he needs to rest and understand that like where we are. You know, again, like my nine-year-old's not going to get a stroller. And she agreed with that. Uh, But my four-year-old at the time, it's like, well, he needs a stroller. And so just for a little bit. And so, so yeah, so I, I think at the end of the day, we just have to come to the realization to be flexible. And so that's something that like I try to work on because I can be a very, um, I'm not, I can be a little like, Hey, like this is what we agreed on. We're doing it. We're going to go straight through. Like we'll we'll plow through a wall if we need to, because we've agreed on this and I have to come to a point and be like, okay, not everybody can do what I do. Like, like that's the thing. I, I think what's great about being married and having kids, everyone has a different role and everyone has a different personality. And so for me, I'm, I'm a laid back individual, but I'm laid back to the point of like, hey, we agreed on this. We're going to keep this going. And I think that's where I've come to the realization of who I am is that I need to come to the point of like, hey, like, sit down with your wife, talk about like, what could work, what can't work. And so that's the stage we're in now that we're trying to be flexible, but at the same time, have plans set in place. And so I I think that's, you know, that's really good. And I think that's how we should think we should have basic plans. Like no matter what you have to like, we have to pick the flight, right? So we know this day to this day, we're here. And we know that this flight is the flight we're taking. And then eventually it's like, okay, what car do we get? Well, we're going to just have to pick a car. And that's the car, and that's the car we're going to bring back. And we know we want to go to the zoo. We want to go to a different zoo called the Wilds, which is like an open conservation area. And then, you know, we want to go to, you know, a couple Hall of Fames. And so we have to remember that... You know, we have plans, but we also want to be flexible. Like I said to my wife last night, it's like, hey, you know, we don't have to go to a baseball game. I like baseball. I like going to the games. I think the games are more fun than watching them on TV. But I was like, it's not even, you know, my favorite team, the Braves. We're going to go see uh, the Guardians, the Cleveland Guardians. And I think they're going against... uh, the Dodgers and so like so I'm not like and so I told her I said hey we this could be something that like we don't have to do it's not a must but like it's on the list but I think the zoo the wilds and I think the hall of fames are above that like those are things we want to do and she always wants to take a boat ride and so I was like hey why don't we just go to a boat ride like I'd rather spend the money on something she truly wants to do 
than just going there because I like baseball or my boys, they might want to go, but they don't really care at this point. I mean, they play baseball, but at this point, they're not like super fans. They don't sit down and watch it all the time. So with saying all that, I think we just as people, as parents have to, and and it's not just being parents. It's also like if you have a friend coming with you and you know your friend might have a disability, maybe a physical disability, maybe your friend's in a wheelchair, right? And so you have to understand that, hey, maybe you say to your friend who, who doesn't really get pushed around, but be like, hey, let's have a good time. If there's times you want me just to push you so you can save your energy, let's do it. Or, you know, we have to make sure that there are places where um, there has to be handicap accessibility and things like that. So I think the biggest thing we want to do and we want to think about first and foremost is that we have to be flexible ourselves. And so again, or if you have someone who's elderly with you, say this is a bigger family trip. And so maybe your mom or dad is coming. Maybe, you know, you're like, you know, maybe your parents are in their 70s, 60s or 70s, right? And so they don't move as quick as you. They need more rest. And so I think that's one thing we have to think about is having the ability to know when to rest, when to say, hey, you know what? I can't do that. Like, I know this person is coming with me. So I need to be able to say, hey, like, I need to back off. I need to take a step back. And I, and I think that's important. I think that is important to understand that we sometimes need to take a step back and say, you know what? I can't do that. Like, I need to be more respectful. I need to be more understanding. And so I, I think, you know, again, we need to treat each other with the respect and the understanding of who is with us. And again, like, I think those three questions that I always ask, number one, what's my destination? Number two, who's coming? And number three, what's my budget? And I think having those three things, those questions answered are very important because at the end of the day, I'll have a sense of where I'm going, what I'm doing. Because let's say you wanna go somewhere and there's not a lot of, you know, you, you, you need to, you're bringing someone who might be handicapped or elderly. And so you go to like, you want to go hiking on the Appalachian Trail. That might, that's probably not going to be something for them to do. You may have to say, hey, like this trip, like I need someone who can, who can walk all day with me. Someone who's up for the challenge. Because that's challenging. And so knowing that destination, now you know who can come with you. But like if you know we're going to Ohio, we're gonna get on a plane. You know, you could you can get on a plane if you're handicapped. You can, you know, a lot of places we're gonna to go to like they're handicap accessible, and so I think that's where my mind goes is that what's my destination, who's coming, and what's my budget? Because then now it's like well I can split it with other people if there's multiple people coming. So at the end of the day. Just remember, let's try to be flexible, not just for ourselves, but for others. Hey, my name is Shane. This is my Road Trips Planner. This is it. This is it. Hey, the road's open. Let's drive.